City Radio. This is our voice. This is our voice. Hello, lovely listeners. We're live here at ACT Radio. Welcome to the very first episode of Unscripted. Unscripted is a show where we have conversations about anything and everything. And on today's episode, we are talking about adulting. ACT Radio, this is our voice. This is our voice. I'm Tioko and I'm your host, for today's episode. But before we get started, adulting is our topic for today. And as kids growing up, we're very nosy of the world around us. We just couldn't wait to jump in to have our own freedom and do whatever we want. But now we are young adults and we know we are facing certain challenges all the time. So that's why we're here to talk about some of the challenges and experiences that we face as adulting. Without much ado, we have three beautiful and handsome guests in our studio today, and I would love them to introduce themselves. Thank you very much, Beverly. Hello, everyone. My name is Daniela. I'm a third-year student here at Academic City, and I look forward to having fun on today's episode. Hello, I'm Archibald, and a level 100 student in Academic City. And yes, I'm looking forward to having fun as well. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. My name is Nazor, ACT's very own artist. I'm a level 300 IT student, and I'm here to catch crews with you guys. Well, I'm very excited to see you guys here, and I can't wait for us to start our conversation. So this thing called adulting, some say it's a scam, and I want to believe it's true. I believe it is true, right? Because we've always been waiting to have our freedom, but now we have our freedom and we don't have money. Oh, I'm, am I the only one that doesn't have money? Well, our parents are the ones who give them to us, so yeah, you're not wrong. I mean... Having money is relative. Mm. Ah. You can have some, but it won't be enough. Mm. <laughs> I, for one, I believe, I, I share the same belief of this scam because, you know, those times they didn't tell us that you needed money to travel, go where you want to go because they were always paying for us. Mm. Now that we've gotten the small freedom, the money is not attached to your freedom. So <laughs> Yeah, I remember making a list of places I wanted to go to when I came to university. <laughs> but because of money, mm. I'm still in the school. I haven't gone anywhere, but... So not even to a single place. <laughs> well, those places are not the places I wanted to go to, like the, the, the polo clubs and things, but, but we'll get there. Right, all the places you want to go are quite pricey. Yes, very pricey. This mm. hot... You want to hot. bam bam. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't the things we want to do generally... Involve money. I mean, they yes. say, I mean, the good things in life. I know, you know, you mean dating, free, but finding love Actually, involves money. <laughs> uh, that that one. one is another topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you don't have money, what are you looking for? Exactly. Now, girls, girls like a lot of things. You have to buy them a bag, you have to send them money for their upkeep. Not, I'm not talking from any experience, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, listen me, I'm talking for experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, in the world we are today now, girls generally have a level of what you should live up to. As a guy, though, yeah. what you should live up to, you know, you should be able to buy them food. And yes. Am I your parents? Okay. Mm. But then, I ah. beg your pardon. <laughs> 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 I beg to disagree. Ah, mm. sorry, state your claim. <laughs> 
<laughs> in my opinion, I believe whether you're a guy or a girl, you need to have some form of financial independence well, before you think of having any romantic relationship. Most girls more than guys, please. Just saying. So maybe maybe the kind of girls you're talking to <laughs> they are of a certain standard. Ah, my but God. Never thinking of any girl. Um... Mm-hmm. At the at this right juncture, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, am I romantically involved with someone? Yeah, um, but it's uh, where it's kind of a thing where it's like fifty fifty. Where you guys trying to like understand where you guys are? Because me, I'm not oh. going to keep myself. Mm. Oh, so like you you guys are not an item yet. Um, uh, I don't know why you want to categorize me. <laughs> <laughs> With Peaceful. things that are inanimate, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I dating someone? Yes, I am. So, um. for some of us looking uh, for love, mm. is there anything you'd want to tell us about it? Don't go to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But seriously, like, how has us, it been? Because some of us have had talking stage-like relationships, but then we haven't gotten to the place where we thought we would be. So, I don't know how it has worked out for you. You know, because I am a. Relationship has parts. Oh, okay. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I don't really... Everything is different for everyone. Mm. That's what I believe. So, I'm on that talking stage, Charlie. Mm. We just use leg and jump it. We know sauce, no sauce. But yeah, that's, that's about... But for me, I think the hardest part of a, forging any kind of relationship is the school. Even mm-hmm. friendship in in school... Slightly difficult than I I used to think. I thought that when I come to uni, hey, like Charlie, you know, mm-hmm. make so many friends. You do this, you do that. But Charlie, nobody talks about the whole being school pressure. You know, yeah. I feel like it's something that you know, have to keep it to consideration. And I feel like before we came to university, I, I, I the, one of the loudest things our parents raised was picking the right friends or finding yourself in the right friend group. And for some of us, it's been shaky because we've not found the people yet. So I think that's another thing we have, or that's another thing I'm afraid of, not finding the right group of friends to associate myself with. And I feel like in the long run, it's going to make me seem like I've disappointed my parents. So I think that's another thing problem with adulting you feel like your friends go a long way in affecting your future but you do not know how to choose the right ones because you cannot let somebody who has come into your domain or you can't push them out just like that okay yeah i, I think i relate to what you're saying because mm-hmm. i'm in 300 level now i definitely have a sect of friends yeah uh but it's mainly it was forged mainly because we're around the same place, okay. the same areas. But then we found out that we all have a, a zest to do something. Mm. We all like to do something. Mm. Then we just, honestly, we came close. Yeah, picking your friends is not as easy as picking shoes because no. you really have to have different kind of friends. You have to have the party animal. <laughs> you have to have the educational one. Mm-hmm. You have to have the church one that mm. will force you to go to church. I'm that one for Daniela. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you have you honestly have to have a variety. Mm. Yeah, but in terms of call, yeah, you have mm-hmm. to pick those ones because those are the ones that you might actually do stuff with. Yeah. You know? So um, for me, I think adulting is about finding yourself first. Because yes. if you if you don't know who you are, what you want, like what you want to do with your friends, what kind of friends you want to have in the long run. 
you would end up actually making the wrong decisions. So mm-hmm. even if you have a criteria, oh, I want this kind of friends, if you don't know who you are, you just end up picking any kind of people like, oh, today I'm this kind of person, then I vibe with this kind of people. Tomorrow I'm a different person entirely. Mm-hmm. And you end up making like But so I don't many completely mistakes. agree with what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I think part of finding yourself is almost on the people you relate with. For example, um, how do you relate with someone who is, someone they would say a choleric or someone who is very outspoken? How do you relate with someone who is this type of way? How do you respond to that? So I think like uh, the whole journey of finding yourself is also in the people that you are going to relate with. Because you can't sit down in one place, say today, I will find myself. I'm making slides, <laughs> and then oh, you, I don't think you can do that. I think it's in the relations you have with people that you now find oh, these kind of people are not necessarily my yeah. my you know. But then I have a question: Is it is it that we are supposed to allow our friends to help us discover ourselves? Because I have friends who before were quite anxious, like socially anxious, but then after school, I see them going to clubs with my other friends who I didn't expect to bond so quickly. So I don't know if the friends your f- like the friends we make here are supposed to like help you find you. I don't know if you guys have been in that situation but what do you I mean so your club friends just test me their number. <laughs> <laughs> so um I think it boils down to what um Chinazo was saying mm-hmm. about your experiences with people okay. helping you shape yourself. Mm-hmm. But then you also have to kind of I don't know have a mind of your own. Okay. So you should know what you want to an extent, but then in your relations with people, you mm-hmm. build like memories and okay. you actually become like you keep evolving every day in my mm-hmm. opinion. I mean, okay, so I had a scenario where I had this friend. I know the thing is friends change. Oh. They don't actually stay the same. True. So you, you I had this friend, right? And I'm I can be very loud, but I'm very, very shy when it comes to certain things. Really? Oh. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, That's I'm, I'm very, very shy. So that person is not shy in that category of thing. And then I was just being around that person helped me understand why I shouldn't even be shy when it comes to those kind of things. And that helped me now find myself in some sort of way when it comes to now doing things in that area. Okay. So I feel like a big part of finding yourself is with the people you bounce off energies with. And mm. Yeah, for me, that's just, and that's just a whole... But as I'm doing great things with your music, though. I've been listening to some, and what's, what's inspired you at some point? Didn't you have, like, fears of not getting your music out there? I mean, I think this is where I was talking about the situation of where I'm shy. Mm. I'm very loud with most things. Okay. But when it comes to my music, I am uh I used to be very insecure about it because when somebody says they don't like your music, mm-hmm. it's like somebody saying they don't like you. Yeah. Because as a creative, what you create is an extension of you. If you understand. True. So when they say I've heard when Danella will be listening to some upcoming music <laughs> and I'm like, this guy is beans. I'm like, ha! Somebody has called me beans. So mm. it's like Something like that. So, for me, uh, I just try my best to give the best of myself yeah. and then always, always think of the person. For me, you see, I tell people, love is what rotates the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, God's love is why the, the whole earth is spinning. So, 
that's why there are many there are more love music in this world than there <laughs> be any, any other genre so yeah i don't know about you what's what's Daniel, what are you into? I mean, what do you like? Hey, City Radio, this is our voice. This is our voice. Mm, I like a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> money is one but of them, right? Of course, mm. money is like top of that. But um, currently, as a lot of us might know, I'm a student entrepreneur. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number one sponsor. <laughs> So I have interest in makeup artistry, oh. running mini outfits with that on campus. And then also, I love food, so I enjoy cooking as well. Yes, basically. Mm-hmm. And I relate with what um, Nazo was saying about um, having this fear or feeling of not being accepted or, um, yes, not being accepted by people. But it all boils down to putting yourself out there. So um, Nazo actually... Um, resonates with something you're doing currently, which is the Nazora, oh. which is basically him putting himself out there, mm-hmm. getting people listen to listen to his music and actually support if they love it. Nobody is forced to support it, basically. Yeah. And so it's basically about putting yourself out there. That's why I tell a lot of um, people on campus, even students and entrepreneurs, if you have interest, just put yourself out there. If you're yeah. not good, the worst that can happen is <laughs> you get feedback hey, and sh- you improve. Don't call it. When I, I started, when I started... Yeah. My yeah, sister used to give me feedback. I don't know how you guys are doing this. I'm quite nervous. I don't know if you've noticed. I've been off for a while, but I'm back. Okay, <laughs> welcome I'm back, host. host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the things that also uh, motivated me to start with my business as well. The fear of um, not making it was one thing that allowed me to try it because everybody was talking about failure and uh, trying to or wanting to experience Failure by yourself at a point is something that, to me, is a motivation because you know you'd if you fail you'd have to pick yourself back up. So yeah. why not try it and pick yourself back up to make a name for yourself? Yeah, right? I mean, my my grandma used to tell me this. Um, she wasn't she didn't go to school, mm-hmm. so she used to tell me this is Nigerian pigeon. If you fear you, do them. It means if you're afraid of it, then it's probably the right thing, thing to, to do. Yeah. You know that fear before you climb stage or the fear before you wear this mic? <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah. fear, like, yeah, she's just like, if you ever feel like that, mm-hmm. then that is the thing that That's you're supposed to yeah. do. Mm. So Let I just me, operate on can that Can you tell much. us about, like, do you resonate with what we're saying? You have a business on campus. Yeah. Have you okay. experienced that? I think, I think that now, like, a lot of adults want to start their own business. Like, mm-hmm. everyone wants to do something. Mm-hmm. And there's so many CEOs out there. When you go on Instagram, everyone's like, And, like, now, CEO is too much, like, CEO. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, some people yeah. even get discouraged by the whole idea. Like, yeah. oh, I don't want yeah. to go into it because everybody's doing yeah. it. Yeah. And exactly. we have a lot of adults saying they want to retire by 30. By 30. <laughs> when are you even going to finish school? I'm going to finish school at, what, 25? <laughs> right. you, like, what plans have you made for yourself mm-hmm. that by, ter- by the age of 30, you should be, like, you should have a lot of things that can sustain, sustain you when you are retired. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like that. Well, I, I don't know. But f- when I came to school first year, the speaking about retirement, when we are going to end, like, I don't know if you get that last day. <laughs> They give you your diploma. Mm. Bam! You're on your hand. OYO, which means on your own. <laughs> I finished. So, what? It's like, I always used to get anxious about, like, okay, eh, 
music, you know, say nobody they buy music. <laughs> yeah. You know, you understand? You're like, no, ha. So it's like, what do you then do? Because I used to feel like every time from when I was in nursery, the next thing is put in front of you. So you're done with nursery, they give you primary. Mm-hmm. You're done with primary, they give you junior high. You're done with junior high, they give you junior SHS. High. So then if you're done with <laughs> this thing, they expect that, okay, we have invested in you for yeah. uh, so what's to up? pay back with ah, <laughs> so Wait, I guys, know. I want to know how you manage your money on campus. Because for me, I'm always calling home for money. Oh, mm. My friends don't understand. <laughs> it's good to have female friends. That's all I'll say. Ah. But oh. they cook for you. I didn't say that, but then, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just leave it at that. But then, yeah, it's, it's good to have female friends because sometimes you can go to them and they say, oh, no, actually, we ordered food and we put it down for you. But Oh, that's oh. so sweet. What did for you? Daniel, I know a good friend. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, I mean, uh, for me, managing money, we used to pray for that. And we used to add prayers inside <laughs> the management because the, thing, the way things are now really shooting up, you see, there's this guy. I went, I, I, yeah, when I went to make, when I went to the market, um, and I wanted to buy things for like chicken and stuff. And then what I wrote, what my mommy taught me is you use <laughs> pen and then you write. <laughs> make things. a list of uh-huh. things. Now he said, with the way things are going, carry your money. Anyone that your money can buy, you buy it and then you come back. So <laughs> for me, just it's vibes. I'm like. I've been using vibes. There's no um, budget. It's just been God all the way. Yes. That's all <laughs> I can <laughs> say. Yeah. That's because like honestly, like, aside from responsibilities, like the basic ones your parents would take care of for you. As youth, somebody like Nazo now, of course, he has to take care of his significant other. Mm-hmm. And things like that. And you also have school projects. Issue. So, okay, so that takes us to the topic of relationship. Nazo, I want to know how you manage oh. or you balance <laughs> relationship with school. Do you know the ironic thing is everybody has a relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that you mean, mean um, romantic ones, <laughs> but romantic relationship True. is a relationship. Mm-hmm. Financial relationship is a relationship. Mm-hmm. Social relationship is a relationship. Yeah. So, if you can balance all those other ones, it's the same way. They just different. All of them just require different things. But That's doesn't all. it require more effort? I don't know. I really don't think that because if you have a business partner, mm-hmm. you and him are running a business. It requires effort, mm-hmm. right? It requires a level of effort. If you have social friends who, let's say, you have heard of the word, you have joined bad gang. You see, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all telling you, "Come, let's go to club. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do that." It's also that's where that peer pressure thing comes, and then you have, yeah. So for me, all romantic relationship, financial relationship, we all manage them this, the same way. Give all of them what they require, and they don't require generally the same thing. So mm. learn something new today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make me feel like I knew the degree. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just it. <laughs> so I'm sure you guys have a lot of your friends in romantic relationships. How do you think they they like spend quality? Do you think they spend quality time with their actual friends? Or they're always with their lovers? Okay. <laughs> okay, let me speak a bit on this. <laughs> okay, so um from my experience, my friends who have been in like romantic relationships, I think as Nazo said, relationships require like different levels of efforts. So if they're in a social relationship with you and they get into a romantic relationship with someone else, I think they believe, or maybe it's required on them, that they need to put in more efforts 
spend more time with that person. So maybe at the beginning stage, they can spend like more on time. Then as time goes on, maybe they get to mature in those relationships and then they begin to integrate their significant others into okay. their social circle. Daniel, yeah. I will give you the degree. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I think she's basically correct. Mm-hmm. So with, I think, a few of my female friends, what they do is, even in my presence, they tend to call their boyfriends. It doesn't make me uncomfortable. I feel like it makes me want to step up my game oh, because, shit. again, I'm not ugly, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't, yes, I don't think it is It is something that I would not encourage them to do because, like, people in relationships want attention. And I wouldn't want it to be, like, because most of my female friends or most of my friends are around me, particularly at the times that they are, they are significant, I just want to call them or have time with them. They have to stop because I am with them. I don't think it is, like, necessary. Well, let me ask you, Archibald, because I know some friends that, you know, they have been zoned so hard. They don't know the difference <laughs> between, mm-hmm. like, it starts off like maybe the person likes you and then they just zone you. Do you think, like, you have just been really unfairly zoned by those your female friends? Well, sometimes I feel like I'm the one doing because I don't like um, being in situationships for a long time, like for a long time, because it makes you emotionally drained. I don't know if you get me, because mm-hmm. every single time you have to be, on your game, you have to make sure you don't do anything to upset the person. You have to make sure you are pleasing both. Pa- I don't know if you understand, but I don't like being in the same like friendship for a very long time. So that could be a reason why having all then my family, which is after me. But <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm going to also use this opportunity to advertise. So I'm Archibald again, and <laughs> <laughs> very, very single. Beverly can testify that I have one of the best, best foods on campus. Especially his jollof. Ah, oh, Beverly, Beverly. Yeah. I just want one girl, not all of them. <laughs> so, yes, and I like, I like, I give a lot of attention to people. So if you need me, please follow the, the ACT hmm. uh, page and look, look me up. Thank you. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Wait, what we're talking about, you know, most of the girls, I mean, girls are the ones that normally, like, leave their friends, and they're always with their... Yeah, actually, mm. that is so true. And the same <laughs> ones, are, and they, tend, they tend to lose their actual friends. Then when they break yeah. up, they become so dull. It's like, they don't have anyone to help them. They look right. so miserable outside. Lose, but they kind of drift away okay. sometimes. Yeah. In my opinion. One. I believe Then it. I have a question I want to throw to you guys. Have you ever been in a situation where you have... um? For the guys, mm-hmm. friends who are girls. For Beverly, friends who are guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who you have like a good relationship with, like social relationship, and then they propose something more. And mm. you say, no, please, I don't want to spoil this. Has it? Have you been in such a situation? How did you handle it? Did it affect your relation, especially on campus? Because you see where we have like small class groups and things like this could affect like class interactions sometimes. I will speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on this campus. You see, the thing is, um, even fine boys, they tell them no. <laughs> so fine the thing is, subjective. hello, <laughs> please, my own is not. Take me for example. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've been in a situation where um, we are friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, 
Ali will go to school and say once more. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. school and then she was nice. I was like, yo, what's up? You look nice. You are this. You are that. What's up? Let's, you know, let's do it. Mm. She's, bam, bam. She pulled the gri- the bricks, <laughs> and then for me, I think it was. Let me not lie to you. It's weird because when you when you venture in that and they say no, it's going to be weird for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Like like I could even look at her. She's the last person that has maybe the assignment. I rather fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that bad. Wow. But then after a while. We are now so cool because it's water under the bridge. So the truth is, I think I would have killed myself if I never actually really tried. Because if I now see somebody else tried, I would like that could be me. You know, mm-hmm. that could, could be your that your slang. Well, so yeah, for me, I believe try because the truth is, they say no. That's what it is, no. And then you will be weird for a while, but everybody will relax. That's what I would do. Mm. For me, I've never been in such a situation before, but if it should happen and it gets awkward, I think I'll try and put in more effort so the other person will not feel some way. Like, so we can maintain the friendship. Mm-hmm. Not because you told me you like me, so we can't be friends again. Like, let's try and forget that side and still be friends. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Yeah. Huh. yeah. But so you know... No, I haven't experienced it, but then I have friends on campus who have done something like that. So I think my friend group started off as a very informal one but then some of them decided to like each other i didn't ask them to <laughs> and now they've allowed the that like they've brought breaks between the friend group because now what they wanted to be couldn't be yeah. and then now we don't know how to relate with, with each, each other, other and it's very awkward very very awkward that's why all my friends are one gender <laughs> <laughs> i don't do anything different yeah. guys i want to know is sex healthy hey. mm. Wow. Problem in no difference. So, <laughs> guys, I I do not have anything to say about that because I have not been in any place um, whatsoever. I don't know. So, for me, I don't read. I read a lot of um, books. Now, not, so tell us the truth. Not shy. <laughs> Why are you trying to? I, I read a lot. To? I read a lot of books. Okay, but um, basically. The function of sex is to have you no know, children and pleasure, according to the book that I read. Mm. So, is it healthy? I don't really know. You can't die if you don't do it. But some people feel like <laughs> oh they can't. They will die. If you do it. <laughs> so, I think that place is really subjective because some people, Reverend Fathers, they you know, they are alive. Someone are like alive. myself now, yeah. planning to go to the convent. Oh, <laughs> let's go until some fine boy come around. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's subjective to be frank. Well, guys, we come to the end of our show. Already, Already. Ah. Yeah. that was soon. You <laughs> guys really enjoyed quick. the conversation and everything. We did, yes. of course. Yes. Thank you so, for having us. We've come to the end of our first episode of Unfiltered. Thank you, Daniela Archibald and Nazar, for being on our show, and thank you to my amazing crew, Irama, my producer, and Arnold. Production assistant AC, technical producer Joshua, social media personnel Vanessa, and my researchers Isabel and Erica. Once again, I'm Tioko and I've been your host for today's episode. And so we meet again next time. Bye. Bye.